everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the mysteries of the universe. When we started this podcast, we wanted to explore the supernatural and paranormal as if they were weird anomalies that occurred spontaneously in our real reality. Like ghosts and UFOs would pop into our reality and be out of place when they are here. The more I learn, the more I realize these special, magical, seeming things coexist in the same reality we exist in, and all the time. Just maybe on different planes, and are more perceptible to higher dimensional beings. These beings that can sense and see these dimensions more clearly. So I'm going to be bugging my higher dimensional friends a lot, or at least as much as they will let me. This week, we have our favorite multidimensional hero, Marcella Kroll, back for her third trip on the podcast. Marcella is a hero, witch, hereditary oracle, divination creator, podcaster, post and future bandmate of mine, and friend. Please welcome to your head and heart, Marcella Kroll. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming here. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so, I, it's just like, um, yeah, it's basically, I've just learned so much, uh, since we talked before. And I think it's funny how much you like have to talk to people that are like, I want to know what's, you know, going on, but it's like, but they don't want it. They want it in the frame of what they know. And that's not real. So it's like, it must be so hard to be like, oh, you want to know about this house. It's like, well, the house is not anything. Like it's not, uh, whatever, but I guess, um, I think the thing that I think I wanted to ask you about now that I have sort of like, you know, a less limited understanding of reality is like, before I used to think, have you seen total recall? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I used to think of earth as like how they have Venusville or like how you get to go to Mars is this like dirty, raunchy, like fun place but it's just like a vacation Mm -hmm. and I kind of like always thought of earth that way like whether it was like um some people believe it as like purgatory or whatever just a fun place to go to like get your thrills um as like a soul or whatever but I guess like um in that I think that like we chose to come here for Mm -hmm. some reason do you ever wonder or like just you know, do you have the a inner brat? The inner brat in me gets really <laughs> upset by the you chose it. Like, yeah, yeah. I get so mad because I was like, I did I? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think ultimately I know that, like, or in some circumstances, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could see how I would definitely bite off more than I could chew and think yeah, it was yeah. the time. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And I do think a big part of that too is on a soul level. And I've said this like since I was a kid that I'm not coming back. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably also why some of these like earth lessons and being in a body and dealing with like 3D shit for lack yeah. of a better word is like, it's like part of this experience of being embodied on this planet at yeah. this time, you know? Yeah. Um, even though whether it's me or anyone else spends a whole majority of their life trying to escape that. Yeah. You know, I think the challenge is to be present in the current physicality of what you're in. And um, some people really don't want that. They don't want to hear it. They want, yeah. out, you know, and I don't think they realize it's because um, they're having to deal with the consequences of now. Yeah. And we're always avoiding the now. It's like, let's look at the past. Let's look at the future. Yeah. Well, what is, what is it now? What are you dealing with or not dealing with that's affecting your reality? So sometimes people will come to me and I'll do the 3d readings, you know, like yeah. I want the house, I want the job, I want the person, yeah. but inevitably it always comes down to, but the why and the what's in the way and what are you trying to integrate in getting that particular right. thing to appease the 3D experience? Because what you're actually asking for is, you know, personal liberation or freedom or creative energy or love. And you are associating with getting that thing from this thing. Right. So 
that must be such a hard line to like toe like in your job is just like you know like what knowing maybe what is best and true isn't what people want to hear like sure uh, i i always kind of preface things you know <laughs> to the best of my ability i also think at this point if you're booking with me like you're right. not a total stranger to the way i work right um, i also like have had to learn the hard way, like through my own experience to tell people like, um, people will be like, Oh, I really want you to do readings at my wedding. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or like, yeah. I want you to do readings like at my birthday party. I'm like, you really don't like, I'm not a party reader. Um, and like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not the way my brain kind of funnels the information. And yeah. while, and I've learned how to also, kind of ask people like do you want to know yeah you, and some people go yes and <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> like yeah and I've learned this also again, like just with anything um in life in general because I used to give advice all the time and like people don't want it yeah. you know so yeah now I'm like if you want to know I'll ask you so you can give consent so yeah, I yeah. Can share with you or I won't say anything. Right. And, and, and I'm not, um, I'm not, uh, not doing those kinds of like three dimensional readings anymore. I do offer them. Those are yeah. my general mediumship or a mediumship Oracle readings. But then right. I recently started offering shadow guidance and preternatural guideship. And now shadow guidance is literally like the people who are like, show me my shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do I do? Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's a, it, it sometimes it is a kind of simple readjustment. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's nuanced and layered. Yeah. Um, you know, so I like having this space to create and offer. Do you want the direct kind of guidance instruction, but not telling them what to do per right. se? Like giving them the option, like this or. Right. Yeah. Well, I just think it's interesting that um, it seems like it seems like, well, one, do you think it's funny that whether or not you chose to be here, like you always knew it was a little goofy. Like I always knew it was a little goofy. I didn't really know like anything until kind of now about, you know, it's really weird to like in my ideas, like we're this like eternal light thing that lasts forever, started forever ago, goes on forever. And like, then we're in this body and like, we're not only dealing with all of the stuff our eternal light has dealt with, but then we're in this body that has to deal with all the shit that made this body, which is all of our ancestors and all these people and all the things they went through. And then we're just like, it collides into a human. And it seems like, so strange to be all of these different pieces of things, but it seems like the answers are within us. Like whether or not we're talking from the future to us or the, you know, what, like, you sure. know what I mean? Like, why, why do people not trust themselves to have the answers? I mean, it's been either erased or, you know, oppressed out of a lot of people to know yeah. that. I mean, that's the big game, isn't it? Like for like dynasties and generations and, and, you know, and it's like this constant cosmic kind of unraveling and having to remember and having amnesia and forgetting and then remembering and then forgetting and then remembering and then having like the herd mentality or survival fears um get you to just play along right. you know um because other or be killed you know or uh if you're the person in your family that is doing all of the questioning and you have a bunch of nobody on your side yeah nobody supporting that you you can gaslight yourself or forget or go okay well it's really lonely yeah being this person who's constantly questioning, I guess I should just kind of, you know, abandon 
this thing in favor of. So sometimes a lot of people tend to sacrifice their, their, their wondering, their curiosity, because they're scared of, of lack of connection or um, not isolate. Well, isolation, but what's the word where people exile, like yeah. being exiled from their communities and, um, you know, not to mention the other things like, you know, just again, like I mentioned, oppression and erasure. Yeah. So because there are lots of th- lots of things to benefit off of the erasure of remembering. Right. But that's, I guess, that urge to be like, what is actually going on? Like, I think it's, you know, or like, why is this so hard? Or why is it so uncomfortable to be in my body? Or, you know, these things that almost everyone has. And I just like the idea that you're made up of other bodies, you know, like that have done things and, and look at yourself and look at how other people are treated. I just don't, seems weird to not be like what's going on here like I know it is is weird it is weird and it and it becomes um almost unbearable sometimes you know I actually was just talking to do you know Kelsey Rose Mm -mm. I feel like you've heard of her before she she does astrologer yes astrologer and like human design stuff I actually was having a conversation with her earlier about projections and you know, we were talking about different like vibrational lines, like in the human design chart, but then also like certain aspects of our astrology. Right. Yeah. I think it's all like, I don't think there's like one way of doing things, but like, yeah, there is this like mixed recipe of things that help us understand ourselves. And some people are really willing to look at those things. Right. Um, and maybe it starts off from a, a self-indulgent place where you're like, tell me about me. But yeah. I think, it is good to know your personal manual. And one of the things we were talking about is discomfort and projection. And she gets projected upon a bit, you know, with certain things. And then I get projected on a bit with certain things. My understanding, because I won't speak for her, um, is I have some very interesting oppositions in my chart. Like I have um, my ascendant my rising is directly opposing my Saturn and I feel like and I have a lot of Aries in my chart that's cool well <laughs> cool and annoying yeah not people. for you maybe but I think <laughs> well no I think it's for other people too but it, it was a lot of like learning things the hard way on my own because no one was going to tell me what to do yeah um, but I think again, with my Aquarius rising, opposing my Saturn and Leo, to me, what I've experienced with that is really good when I'm in this position of like teaching or like being in a teacher student kind of really like situation or being an authority, but it's not good when like people are coming back to discomfort, like people love to like I trigger people's authority issues and most of the time they're not conscious that that's what's happening. Yeah. 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 And, um, and cool. like, <laughs> yeah. And like, if, but if we're in a situation like one-on-one, like you're, you know, we're working together, like you're paying me to do a reading for you. You, you want me to be that comp, like kind of that, that person, you know, yeah. um, to kind of hash things out across the table with. Um, and, it's it's very interesting though because if a lot of times people are uncomfortable feeling their feelings they're uncomfortable being in their body and if I am like representing some kind of like oppression or authoritative stance on something then they're being triggered if they're not consciously aware of their discomfort they're going to try to like throw it at me so oftentimes I find myself in situations where people either are professing some kind of secret that they've never shared with anyone before. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're asking me for directions or I am their last straw, meaning like right. they've had a series of events that yeah. have like, been poking at them, but they've been holding it in. And then yeah. I come along and I say one thing or I look 
make a particular face and then it's like unloading. Yeah. So there are these, and it's directly related to, I do believe their discomfort in the body and me growing up in discomfort since birth. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm more accustomed to being uncomfortable. And so I think it feels like a safe space to projectile, like their BS in my direction, or they're even there when they feel comfortable enough to cry or to release on me, it's because they, they know, I know discomfort. Yeah. Anyway, I just went on that long tangent. I'm not really sure why, but no, (laughs) I I think I was just having that conversation this morning about the nature of like, you know, people break down on me or at me. And I think it's a combination of my understanding of how awful it feels to be in a human body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially when you're trying to like be in this place of offering perspective and higher dimensional, not above, not above, yeah. not like in its own authority, but just like a different perspective. That's outside of our immediate scope of thinking. Yeah. I mean, I think it's even difficult for people to like everything changed for me when I realized time wasn't a line. You know what I mean? Like that concept alone, I think is really hard to get and is really uncomfortable and is, is so bizarre that I think like what your work is, is even not that you know, the most basic of things that like, it's, you know, it's just like, I think most of the things, you know, probably blow people's minds, but they do just need like assistance or help or whatever. And I think people don't know what like your job is. I think maybe they think it's like, kind of like to be coddled or to be like, you know, or told the, you know, I, I went to you like a million years ago and I know now I wanted you to tell me what I wanted you to tell me. I didn't want to change. I wasn't willing, you know, I didn't even know that change was possible. And I think it's funny, just like, I imagine that's a lot of it. Um, but yeah, and, and it's, it's interesting because it's like, I, I tell people right now, I'm just more vocal about it and that can turn people off. But I'm like, okay, like I tell people like, I'm not motherly and I'm not polite. but I am compassionate. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I can definitely hold space for you. Yeah. Um, Do you you think you've had this, like, do you think you've been like a channel or this kind of thing before? Like, yes. (laughs) Yes. Do you always do this? I think I've done this many, many times. Okay. (laughs) And (laughs) that's funny. Yeah. Um, that must make everything so much more complicated. Um, I think so. And it, it, it <laughs> for definitely that to be like what you're used to is like things coming through you and your like personal autonomy and then having to relearn it every time. And, you know, it's like, that's really, you know, you should, uh, people should carry you on one of those things and feed you grapes all day. Like, you're, you know, I'm <laughs> if only. I would be so uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, but I guess, um, do you want to talk a little bit about like um, your experience with Yvonne or just, just. What do you want to know? (laughs) I guess just like the development. I've been thinking a lot about like, um, we went on tour and I, um, it was torture in a lot of ways. It was a sensory complete overload where like I couldn't, any sound felt like it was attacking me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just got to be like, I mean, it was torture. And then, uh, I realized like I've curated a completely quiet space in my living situation. I didn't realize how quiet I am. Um, and then, but yeah, is that I, just just your experience I've thought a lot about of like having like a different operating system totally. on top of all of these other things and like mm-hmm. all the sensitivities you can't control because you're a body. Um, right. And I guess maybe like if your experience with Yvonne sort of how that like helped you on this sort of journey of figuring out how to be 
a body, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, there's so many like um, threads here. I think that that what you're saying about for yourself, like noticing how quietly you've curated your home life and then being out in the world, it's like jarring. I I just want to say, I really, I see that. I hear you. (laughs) Um, And that's a really beautiful way of putting it because a lot of people don't understand when things feel like the volume is at you. Yeah. It's so weird. It's very dis, um, regulating, right? Like, um, because everything has, even if it's just these objects in the room, like they all have a sound or a frequency. Yeah. Why? (laughs) Everything is energy. Right. But the thing is, we're so used to not being tuned in to those frequencies. We don't hear them, thereby we don't sense them. And the frequencies aren't always audible, but they're loud. Yeah. And I think that's when you're a highly sensitive person or you are, you know, neurodivergent, you basically are just listening. It's like being like, you hear people being like multilinguistic or like being able to speak different languages. Not all languages are words. Whoa. Bombshell. That's so cool. (laughs) So, yeah. And I, I get it completely. I mean, the thing is like, I was, I've been so open and shutting down channels all my life. And then, you know, through different near deaths, and we've talked about this, like I've had those channels blown wide open and I kind of shut them off. So, you know, and then finding out that I was autistic and I was like, oh, like that's a whole other realm of sensitivity that I thought perhaps I was like mentally like, having a breakdown, yeah. um, you know, and not dealing with the right kind of therapists and things like that. And like yeah. feeling just like not safe in my body. So I was constantly checking out yeah, through meds or alcohol and drugs. And then that doesn't work you yeah. know, after time. Um, or you're inviting in just like yeah. things you don't need to be like taking over your system um, yeah. spiritually and energetically, or they do. And you just feel slimed after. But yeah. I think the, the thing that I realize is some days I will walk outside. I will like go, I have all these good intentions to leave my house. Because <laughs> I know it should be something I do, I should take a walk, I should get out in the sunshine, and I should walk over to the ocean, because I live pretty close now, and um, I'll get to the gate, and I'm like, no, yeah, 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 so loud out there, yeah, it's like, it hurts, like, I can feel my body tense up, and, um, you know, and, and I have, like, this aversion to people, and because I can hear their thoughts and then they think I'm crazy because I say stuff and they're like, I didn't say that out loud. Yeah. 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 And then they get like freaked out. And I'm like, so, you know, swinging that around to Yvonne, I was able to make sense of certain things that, you know, maybe perhaps only could make sense within this, like, experiencer abductee community, you know, okay. so for, and um, it was interesting because I've had like puzzle pieces. And again, remember that feeling of like amnesia. Yeah. No, I know something, but I like, yeah. can't remember. Um, and then I question, I'm like, is it the drug abuse in my past? I'm like blanking on things, but then I'll have very specific memories, you know, And, um, I started working with Yvonne. I was thinking about this before we got on this call. Like I I started working with Yvonne last year. Um, I had been wanting to work with her for a few years, but like things kept deterring me or I wasn't, maybe I wasn't ready yet. Yeah. And, um, and then I was, and I had a flood of these memories that felt like dreams 
earlier. Like I thought, well, maybe I dreamt that. Yeah. Was it in the hypnotherapy that this? Yeah. Like we did the first session I did with her. It was so like cinematic. (laughs) Cool. You know, like it was like all of a sudden because I have puzzle pieces. Yeah. I was like a kid like memories. And I would say weird things all the time to the adults. And they'd be like, yeah, okay. You have like a really vivid imagination. Right. Um, but I would like, I don't know, I guess I can give you like kind of the cliff notes. Like yeah. when I was little, I used to have, I mean, I remember having memories of like, it was a pretty violent childhood in certain regards, like before my mom got married to Frank, my adopted dad. Yeah. Um, like I remember us being like hidden in the closet and like from bad people. And I remember making me and my brother like invisible. Like I would do all these things, you know? Um, and I, so then I don't know, like there's some memories like in between some of the three dimensional, like things that happened yeah. and then like just periods of time gone. The next memories, I would have these snippets of, I had a re- reoccurring dream when I was like, I don't know, five or six. It's like, I was young. I was five or six. I was definitely after Frank adopted me. So I was definitely five. I want to hug you at five so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I remember like having these reoccurring nightmares about a ship or something coming down on me. Whoa. And um, we, me and my brother had bunk beds in that apartment. And that apartment was like chaos anyway. I mean, yeah. these are like children having children, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and there was always people over at the house and partying and stuff. And um, I remember waking up fully dressed in like, like in the kitchen or in the living room and like, or I'd be on the floor like I was never, my bunk was the top bunk. Yeah. Like I don't remember falling. Yeah. You know, and then just lots of unexplainable things that would draw like weird creatures and things. I was always like very much into drawing and things. And um, I would talk about my friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it gets yeah. missed as being like kid nonsense. And yeah, you know, some of it probably was, but some of it was definitely seeing well- stuff. Yeah. Also, when you're a kid, there's like so many options. I mean, everything's an option until you're told it's not like there's the tooth fairy. That doesn't make any sense. You know, they're like Santa Claus, all these things like that to be in a world where that makes sense is like pretty funny. So if you're going to see like a weird reptile type creature, Mm -hmm. it's going to be, you know, it's not. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like everything's open. You believe everything until you're told it's fake. So that I believe. you. And I, yeah. And well, and I think that was part of the problem for my mother was like, I believed everything was possible. Yeah. Um, even when she told me not to, for the most part, but there, you know, anyway, in these, this session, like particularly the first one with Yvonne, I had like very, I was like, Oh, those were ships. Oh, I had a friend. Oh, like it was like, yeah. Th- I was having experiences like with, uh, you know, ETs in different contexts. And I was going to almost like a school and like learning and doing all this, like in, in uh, like, you know, just this, this different kind of things and learning how to use my abilities. And they would make me forget, at least this was the context I got like, Hey, we would make you forget because you were talking a lot and they wouldn't understand. Right. So, you know, and then this had gone on periodically throughout my life, but then as I got older and like, particularly between, you know, the ages of like 14 to 21, I, you know, even though I started drinking and using at 13, it was between 14 and 21. I was, very much checked out of my body and in a very like probably so it was definitely self-harm but I didn't think of it as that until it reached like different pivotal points like I had a near death at 18 and like I was still checking out but you know I, I you know doing the next couple sessions with Yvonne brought more puzzle pieces together that was like oh 
you're also bringing in this outer dimensional whatever energy into your physical world and this is why you you've had to make certain changes in your life now like i'm five years sober i am congrats thank you i'm off of um anxiety meds since being fully sober which i hate you know i mean but there's this flip side like i it's very hard for me to be sometimes i think that was the other that thing i was reflecting on it's like the more i know the less comfortable i feel out in the world and oh wow okay i and i don't like that feeling i I definitely want to work on changing that but um there's like oh do i take xanax just to go meet with a friend yeah do i to drive in my car to go to a place to be social um (laughs) totally i mean i take medicine to right and I think it's good for I think I think if it's good for 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 a lot of people to do that but also here's where my issue is I get addicted to everything yeah so I it's like really bad it's really bad like I had um over the holidays gotten my hands on some Xanax and I mean just (laughs) I was taking like half of them because yeah. I needed to do some social things. And I was like, okay, I got to get through it and not be weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As much <laughs> I have realized that as much as I have people talk to me all the time about want, like being autistic, it's like, they like when I talk about it, but me actually unmasked is very uncomfortable for them. Yeah. So I'm still trying to like fit in. Yeah. No, now. I, yeah. Right. So I can understand that. <laughs> but then here's the, this is where like, I like had stashed like a half of one when I got back from my like thing and uh, yeah. I thought I lost it. And then I, I started crying oh, no. because I was like, thought I lost it. Yeah. And I was like, you have a problem. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I think that there's other ways obviously to be in a body and, to self-regulate. And I think that also the other thing is the more I come into contact with these kind of understandings of my connection to whether it's ETs or just higher, like kind of, I don't want to say I can't, I have hard time saying higher dimensional or higher frequency because it sounds like it's elitist and I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, no, I, that I'm, Thank you for saying that, but I understand what you mean. It's that's just the way it, it's not a hierarchy, but it exists. Like there is right. It's just like a different setting. You yeah, know, you can feel it. Like what you said different. before. Yeah. yeah, it's like ghosts are low. Like if they're low, then other things are higher. That's it's not like better. Right. Or worse. They're just like layers. They're not, yeah. they're not like a it's not a hierarchy, but I think people confuse that sometimes. And I, I don't want to come off as like thinking it's above or whatever it's just a, it's just like hearing a different tone you know yeah. like in, in a you know in a song or a frequency well so you're of, sorry sorry <laughs> but uh I'm just no you're not this is a this is this is so exciting for me <laughs> this is so exciting for me um but uh so you like you're what you've gotten from um getting to do hypnotherapy is you are remembering experiences of this lifetime with ETs or is this like bigger than that? I'm just in for you. Um, I mean, the specific hypnosis with Yvonne definitely had me remembering this lifetime. Okay. Experiences. Okay. What's been wild is the more I explore and investigate, you know, because she she had me do like you know we had to like she's like does anyone in your family and it got me to asking like my mom is not so open but my biological father has had experiences yeah and like he was in um he was on one of the freight carrier or it was like a a carrier ship from okinawa to korea in the 80s and it's like in those Pentagon papers. Wow. Oh, man. And I was like, uh, like, yeah. And then to find out about like the family dynamic or connection, like it just has helped me feel less 
um, like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, I still have outsider syndrome, even in like the group stuff, like, you know, the zero, the support group and stuff like that. Um, I, I did attend, like, I, you know, attended a few meetings and stuff, but I haven't like push myself to attend more or participate because there's still this weird part of me that doesn't like, I know it's a safe space, but like, it's my own insecurity or imposter syndrome with it. Yeah. Like, do I really belong here? Yeah. You know, totally. Well, I feel like, um, yeah, I understand that because I don't, I don't feel like I have, um, experiences, but, uh, I, I, uh, yeah, the group is just so like from an outsider's point of view, so like important and I, you know, it's hard to connect with anyone. So it's, it's not going to be easy to connect with a bunch of people that are just totally normal people that just happen to have the weirdest thing that could possibly happen, happen to them. Um, and find out it's, yeah, it's like a family thing or like a, you know, whatever. It is comforting. Definitely seeing the variety of people. Yeah. It's far out. There is like nothing else in common between uh, these people like, uh, at all. I think that, I think that's so interesting. It's like, um, except, yeah, except that they've had an experience and, uh, you know, and even the way they perceive it uh, is so different uh, or if they find it to be helpful or if they feel like they signed up to do it, which I think like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about it, but I was just curious if you had, um, if you felt like, I guess if you felt like you were more of an alien or yeah, I guess, or if you, um, just realize you had suppressed uh memories I guess <laughs> no I definitely feel like I'm not <laughs> it's so 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 this is like the part of me that's like has sometimes has a hard time talking about it because do I feel like I'm definitely part like a part of the alien kind of genetic yes I mean yes I do if I'm being but I even feel uncomfortable right I I well, a lot of the things that you are, are things that are like, I mean, you are psychic medium, all of these things that are like, I don't think you should feel having an imposter. I mean, not that it matters what I, th- I, I don't think you should have imposter syndrome, but it's like, you're obviously, um, a very special, special being, um, wherever <laughs> you come yeah. from. Yeah. Well, I think it's like, I definitely feel like a mixture. I mean, I have all of these, like, I, I'm in a body, I'm in a human body, right? But I think in terms of, I would say my spirit or where it comes from is not totally from here. Like, you know, yeah. so um, I also have like, I have this like blood and bone and cellular memory from different ancestral lineages. Yeah. Um, And I, but I definitely think that also because it's been so hard to be here, I think, I think on different, at different points in my life, that other energy, that more ET energy has come in to help me keep going, you know? So, because if it was just up to my human body, I would have given out already. Yeah. That's another thing, I guess, that we have in common or not. There's a lot of things, but uh, like I didn't think I was going to live to be 20. I am shocked and amazed that I'm like, wait, what? Like, oh, my God. Like, how did this even happen? And I guess. Yeah. Do you think that's more like um, the ancestry body part of you being like, oh, this is hard? Or do you think that's like a spirit to you know what like do you think it's separate or what do you think it is more of just like what then the feeling like you might not live past a certain point or no I guess sorry I guess just like the idea of like not Mm -hmm. wanting to be here like do you yeah I mean is related because it feels really good to be out in the ethers and connected to nothing I think for some people (laughs) Um, that's cool you know I, my biggest challenge, and especially I think as I'm about like, 
I don't even know. Close. My birthday is like close. Yay. Happy be, birthday. Thanks. It's a little while away, but it's close <laughs> it enough. So holy crap. Yeah. March. I'm going to be 45. And Yay. <laughs> I, I'm like, I need to learn how to play. Yeah. This whole life up until this point has been about survival. Yeah. Um, uh, figuring out what's wrong with me, you know, yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. has been like, what's wrong with me? Why do I operate like this? Yeah, everything. Yeah. And it, what's, what's wild to me is the realization that like, I am so serious, but like, I didn't come here to be serious. Yeah, totally. That's what cool. it's like such a, like a, what like plot twist yeah. you didn't come here to be the serious like as serious as you are yeah no. and that's why it's confusing yeah um totally. but I think because of the human experience because of like having to be like like to survive in a like not healthy violent environment at a young age having to kind of constantly be told like be seen, but not heard, but do this and don't do that. Um, I think I always joke about like, you know, in growing up as a female identifying person in the nineties was awful. Yeah. Um, I mean, like there are some wonderful things, but like just the amount of issues and things like, I don't know, just uh, being mixed race, multiracial and not fitting into anyone's kind of category. Um, yeah. then aut- autistic on top of it. Uh, it's been a serious life. Yeah. It's been a serious life, serious circumstances, but it's like to get the full experience. Like if we really want to do this and we really don't want to come back and we want to, like, if I could just be a guide for someone, like, in the ethers, I'm totally down. I don't okay. want to come back. Okay. Um, and so, so part of that is I have to learn how to have fun here. Okay. You know? And I think a lot of us do, especially us who have tried to leave a bunch. <laughs> yeah. And we're not, uh, we're still here. So you might as well get cozy. Yeah. 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 Do um, you, yeah. And like smell good smells. But do you think, that you, it is to be here to learn something so that you don't have to come back? I think it's... Or do you just get to choose? I think f- for me, I think I signed up when I feel like my soul, my spirit signed up for this mission. I signed up for this transitionary time on our planet. Yeah. And I think that was the main... That was like the main job description was like, do you want to sign up to help, you know, go through this earth transition with you? Yeah, I know that to be true, too, for me. I know that I was like, I want to help. I can help. And it's like, no, you can't. (laughs) Right. But (laughs) but then you get here and you're like, what did I sign up for? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. That's so funny. But I also think that there are these like you know, perks or things that you also, you don't realize coming into the human body that, you know, oh, I now I have to deal with all their like ancestor shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have like all of these pre right conditions that I didn't know that were going to come with this body. Yeah. Maybe you come with this ego of like, I'll get over it quick. I'll remember myself. I'll stay strong or like, I won't forget that I'm this isn't the only thing that matters. And then you come here and it's like, boop. Oh yeah. Well, and then, you know, when I, when I OD'd at 18, I felt something push me back through my shoulders. It was like through the back of the neck and the shoulder. It was like, oh no, you don't. Oh my God. Cause I was like, whoa, I'm out. That's <laughs> like, crazy. Absolutely not. And um, jarring, yeah. you know, but also like, if it was that easy, like, I don't know. I just don't think that some of us have the luxury of leaving. Yeah. Uh, because we, <laughs> you know, just because we want to, I think yeah. that's also a big lesson in life is like you, you, it's so dumb just to quote, like, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think most of us don't even know what we want or need. 
Yeah, but do you think there's a set amount of stuff you need to do here? Who, me? One. Um, or in general. Uh, I think it just differs for each person, for sure. Because some people could come and they're, they fulfill their their commitment, you know, and okay. they leave at a very young age. And it people get sad about that. But I think yeah. they fulfilled their commitment. Um some of them tragically. And I don't think that it's fair. I mean, that's, that's the problem. And I think with a lot of humans too, is like, there's a lot of shit that's not fair. Yeah. Um, and we want to <laughs> blame it on like something. Yeah. Which again is, <sighs> it's so complicated. Yeah. It's so complicated. I think. And then there are some of us that we're entangled with other people and that's why we're still here or we're doing stuff. I see the relationship between my mother and my grandmother. My grandmother yeah. was like this really intense, like healthy, like hundred year old woman, That's so which is cool. insane. Yeah. Like who'd want to be here that long. And then my mother who is, I'm 44, she's 64, like least healthy, like, <laughs> probably should have left her body multiple times by now but like so entangled with my grandmother like I really do believe yeah. that like their contract is with each other I it's not with about that. Yeah. their contract is a human contract with each other whereas my contract is with the planet yeah I yeah. feel that too that's a that's crazy I think sometimes when I'm feeling bad I think about how successful I am at not having gotten myself into a crazy like lifelong situation you know like um but we can have many ones yeah (laughs) totally but I'm like oh like thank god I I'm not like in a partnership with right people that I'm responsible for because I wouldn't have made a good choice at any point um but can I pause for one second sorry Thank you for that moment. No. Um, well, I guess I have uh um I you might have answered this, but so we're writing a record or we're recording. You should come sing if you I don't know how you feel about um we're all like super safe. We're gonna have people sing separate in the room if you Oh want nice. To. Yeah, you um, know I'm always like down for that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so so the last couple years, like I've been writing. And it's just like songs to remind myself, sure. like, but they're all kind of positive and it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And I'm like, oh my God, you're yeah, such a dork. Like you're coming here to spread positive message. Like, and I, I feel so true for me that like, that's just like whatever. But when I was a kid, every essay I wrote, every single essay I wrote in school was I thought the thesis was supposed to be how it will make the world a better place. Like, even if it was like an algebra essay, I'd be like, <laughs> algebra makes the world a better place because spaceships can like, you know, whatever. But so that's just what I'm. I love that though, right? It's like that whole notion of leave people better than you found them. Yeah, but I mean, but it's, I, it's like now knowing, like having gone to Laura and kind of knowing some of the stuff that, I have experienced before I'm kind of like I'm like oh my god like it's just a really childlike it's just funny like it's funny you know it's like I just think it's funny but so my what I think it's pure yeah that's that is a fact it is not it is completely pure but so basically I realized that this um this is a question in the form of a long statement, but uh, so I realized this record is kind of like, I, I, I don't know if this is cause time, I don't understand it. I don't know if this is me. I don't know if this was, is my guides that send me these songs or if it's me from the past or if it's me from the future. But mm-hmm. what I, wanted to do is basically Laura's like oh you were a jazz you were jazz singer in like a past life and um and she I didn't sign up like my friend signed up Mm -hmm. for that reading so she didn't know who I was so it was like not that that matters but it's an extraordinary thing for her to have told me because that blows my mind but I was like sort of thinking like oh 
that means I could listen to myself before. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's so cool. You know, and like, uh, and so I was like, what if I write a record now for my future self? And I guess like my question to you, my big question to you, Marcella, is if you could leave something in this life for future you, what would it be? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. If I could leave something in this life for future me. Yeah, like, let's, you know what I mean? Like, let's say some people are bakers. So they like a right, right. hundred years ago, they open a bakery and that person, if they figure it out, like could go and taste the, their own bread, like something right. that, you know, you would find every lifetime or like a feather or like anything that you're like, like, uh, yeah, gosh, Mm. you don't have to like, I would, I would leave probably a letter. I leave myself letters all the time. And, um, it's funny. I have a letter that I have to open this coming month that I wrote myself six months ago, but then I'll, I write my younger self letters. And I think sometimes it's me helping my younger self, like, this is interesting about like the past and the future stuff. So I try to write my future self letters like as pep talks. Um, And then I'll write my past self versions of myself, like healing or I'll send them healing down the line. And honestly, I used to wonder like, why did I make that choice when I was 12 to do this? Or why did I make that choice to leave at 16? Yeah. And I always was blown away that I had that kind of intelligence to make different decisions. But honestly, I think it's me from now. Right. Like sending that, you know, and I, so I would probably leave myself a letter because for me, um, objects are whatever, like I need encouragement. I need support. (laughs) Yeah. If I could give my future self anything or leave them something to find, I would hope that I would leave them, a message of unconditional support, compassion, and encouragement, because that is the thing that I feel like my human self constantly is seeking, even, even if it's terrified, um, and almost ashamed to ask for it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Did you always know that you um, felt like ashamed to ask for it? No. Do you just um, figure that out or? No, I feel like I've known it for a while. Okay. Um, but like, I didn't know that that's what it, I didn't. I mean, there's a lot of things that I didn't understand my under like underlying motivation until I got into like hardcore trauma therapy. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think like in conjunction between doing like the hypnosis with Yvonne about like my ET stuff. Yeah. doing trauma therapy and like talk therapy with my therapist yeah. um, about like my family of origin and identity stuff. And even my like eating issue stuff and, um, and intimacy and like, you know, and what's interesting is I feel like, you know, when you go through like a breakup and you end up like you find yourself like almost like, Oh, I feel like energetically I'm back where I was right before I started dating that person. Um, I feel like I'm having that again, cool. even though like I, cause I, I went through a breakup in September and, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like, and I met that person, right. Like, like pretty soon after, like I was seeing Yvonne, I started seeing Yvonne. So, oh, okay. Like there was definitely, I feel like almost like a weird blip in time that like, yeah. and now I feel like I'm back at where I was right before I met that person. And um, it's interesting because I'm like, oh, I'm getting like a, a do-over yeah. myself yeah, um, and uh, figuring out like what I need versus yeah. trying, like, it almost feels like that was like, totally me seeing um here I go again doing the same thing yeah yeah like, yeah thinking I'm doing it differently yeah, yeah yeah and like seeking this other person to validate my existence yeah yeah and, uh, and it's like no 
bitch, you got to do it yourself. Do you, is that ever going to be? Yeah. Is it like, like, do you, you make like kind of, I make very only bad decisions when I uh, get in relationships. Like I, I can't, I mean, just I. that's just, I choose people based on things that aren't important for um, being in a relationship. Like I like talent mm. and energy and like, right uh, chaos and all the things I don't like uh is what I'm attracted to but mm. that I don't like the feelings of but do you are you that's a- like shadow stuff right there too you know it's like wanting to kind of connect to those parts of yourself but not letting yourself yeah you know yeah but I, I mean I'm I just mean like by only seeing those elements and not like this person doesn't have a house and uh, money and they like drugs better than anything they'll you'll right just like you you have like a he here's the thing too when you have healer energy whether or not you're a healer consciously or not you're gonna attract sick people yeah because (laughs) it's like a beautiful match yeah yeah to to be like uh, I can help yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see, I call it BBS too, blind bitch syndrome, where we like, <laughs> we're like, I see your potential. Yeah. I, your I love potential. That's my I favorite. Love, <laughs> I love potential. I love seeing people's beautiful souls. Yeah. A lot of people, most yeah. people, very few people, even like some kind of despicable people, they still have a beautiful soul. There are some people that have no soul. I've seen that I too. I was going to ask terrified. you about that terrifying yeah that's what I was gonna ask that's so funny is like so if we're kind of eternal things like are there new ones or are there are there new ones coming there's new ones but there's also some sketchy like you know almost like void of existence like things Uh, taking up space you know that's that is I've there's one city and I can't say the name of it where I've seen it's like filled with those. I'll tell you later where I'm like, oh, my God. Why? Why won't you say it? Does it stress? You I out? just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. 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 But well, uh, I never no- saw that before we were on tour there. And I was like, oh, my God. There's definitely places like that, too. <laughs> um, and I'll say this, like when it comes to me and just back to date connection and stuff, I don't date yeah. that often, you know, yeah. because the nature of who I am is really intense for people. And, um, and I find myself, this is not the other person's fault, but I find myself, I mask a lot. It takes a lot for me to be unmasked and not like, and just like my full self. Right. Yeah. And it, and it, it's not a personal thing. Like it's not like a competition, like who can get me to unmask, but. Well, that's interesting. Cause that's probably what it feels like for someone. Yeah. For some people, they get like really into this idea also of kind of pr- like, a, like idealizing a, a version of myself when it's yeah. not the full spectrum and, you know, and, um, or they really honestly want to make changes in their life, but they really, really don't want to do the work. Yeah. And I become kind of like the bad guy yeah, um, totally. in, in that situation, you know, and then I don't feel supported and I get shut down and I shut down. That's one of my things sometimes is I'll just shut down. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we got a lot in common. Yeah. So I- finding those connections that, that are safe and can hold space and support are very few and far between. And I just want to say like that if you, it's not that relationship relationships are, are very desirable. And I think that is a good word for them. (laughs) Yeah. And, and you know what, like that is part of the play, like, yeah. um, And uh, you know, do I want more of that in my life? Yeah. You know, um, is it something that, I feel like people are really um, relationship focused. Yeah. Yes. That's a far out thing to realize once you're like, kind of like getting to be your own self for the first time is like, whoa, why did I like the, to me, the idea of like, of like, oh my God, I'm going to be alone for this fake holiday is like mind boggling. It's always been so weird 
just like I used to be like, oh my God, it's New Year's. I can't be alone or whatever. But it's like, it's been so long since things like that have mattered and I wish it didn't matter so much. Right. Well, you know, and I think the other thing too is like being in relationship, just like being in community, like there's going to be issues until we get to an evolutionary standpoint where we can really hold ourselves accountable for our triggers and our bullshit. And there's a lot of people who aren't really ready to do that. Well, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Cause I feel like I'm only now able to hold myself accountable for like everything and, and know that I was like pretty bad in my relationships too. But you just like, I, you just saved the day and it makes me feel so good as you're right. Is like, I do see there is a best like person, best version of people, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, and to be able to see that I think is sweet. And I think that's cool. And I feel a lot better about my decisions because it wasn't like, I think it's, it's not healthy or whatever necessarily to go out with people based on this, like, you know, love and idea of potential and wanting people to be their best self. But it's also not like a crime and right. it's also kind of sweet. And like, right. I don't, f- you saying that makes me feel way less bad about it. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, don't feel bad about it. You like, you know, you believed in someone, maybe no one ever believed in them. You know, that's the and name I- of my game. <laughs> you know, it's but, just, you know, I had a friend who said to me, he was like, you only date sick people. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they look sick. Like they feel like there's something wrong or, and it was true. It was like, I, I'm not intentionally. Yeah. 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 I, I was like, I don't have a type. Yeah. And he was giving me grief and he was like, you do have a type. They have to be like messed up, like ill or like, like outwardly or inwardly. And that is your, <laughs> your, your thing. And I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. That was the other thing that came up, you know, back like quickly with Yvonne was like, I was like, why every time I get a reading, the reader's like, you're in a relationship. And I was like, no, I'm not. Whoa. And like convinced. convinced. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's a past life thing. Maybe like I yeah. made a commitment to someone and like, it's like, we're still married or committed. And I'll be like, nope, nope, nope. Like I check everything. And I'm like, well, who am I in a relationship with? And then one of the things we did with Yvonne, she was, I saw my little alien friend and she's like, and I, it came to me through the session. I was like, oh my God, have I been saving myself waiting for this alien to come back and be my partner? Yeah. And she said, I was like, I feel insane. And she was like, don't like this. It was the most comforting thing. Yeah. That, like she was like, you would not believe the amount of people that I have worked with that kind of have a loyalty to a being that isn't in human form. And, um, (laughs) and I was like, that's wild. And they don't, there's no sense of time. Right. So they can, yeah, "Yeah, I'll come back for you. But like, you're dead, like, you know, five generations or whatever you know yeah, like that I, I I haven't thought about that in a while but I have heard of that like there was one um I know it's so stupid but YouTube video of this guy that um has a girlfriend in the DMT realm like a alien or ET girlfriend in that dimension and right. like she, like she's just that's she's not here she's there and that's <laughs> like you can have relationships I think with not yeah totally and and it's like well, time is so different over there yeah I mean and you hear of people who have spirit like partners yeah <laughs> I mean I've heard of that did you see there was an article once about a woman who was like divorcing her ghost pirate husband whoa no I I'll find the article yeah. so look up like woman divorces ghost hu- pirate husband wow that um, sounds yeah but there's amazing. like betrothals like yeah and, and I think that there's also devotions and I was like well now it suddenly makes sense. Yeah. Perhaps I was before I thought I was so non-committal, yeah, yeah, but yeah. really it was, I was so devoted. That's so cool. What a cool, like flip. I'm still super avoidant though, but like, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but maybe, yeah, that I like that take. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Well, I love you so much. Um, love you. 
um, thank you for coming here. Is there anything you would like to tell the people or um, everyone? <laughs> um, life's too short to take it <laughs> so seriously. Try to play more and maybe write yourself a letter for you in three months from now. Awesome. That's so cool. Write yourself a letter. What you would like yourself to know three months from now. That's so cool. Well, I love you. I love you too. Thanks for letting me yammer on. No, it's so important. And thanks for always inviting me to come play like with the music stuff. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's Valentine's Day if you're <laughs> down. Not busy. Okay, I love you. <laughs>